like hair all over Welcome to the clean truth. What we like to call bullshit on the status quo. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the clean truth. I'm Don. I'm your host. This is episode 12. And with me back is Red. I'm excited about this one. She, I didn't get the fucking good hellos. Remember last episode oh, you were going to yeah. say it. Hola. Hola. Yeah. That's it. That's all we get. Hola. Well, that's that, uh, from uh, that's from my girls that are teaching me Spanish. Hola. That went up like a dead Come on, it does. All right. <laughs> Title of today's episode is Copycats. The topic we're going to talk about is how to deal with people that are copying you copying your ideas you know if you're a business owner and you go out online and you see people that are stealing your ideas and copying things that you do you have a tendency to get a little pissed off about it i want to kill them it happens to us <laughs> all the time and i know it happens to many people out there so me furious we're gonna have this conversation you know how do you react when people are stealing your ideas how do you react i get mad like i have rage like i mean rage shocker i know right but i don't act on that so i have to clarify i don't like so (laughs) (laughs) i don't act on that well maybe around you but i don't go after those people in rage no my i mean sometimes depending on what it is and let me just set this up for you so i have for number one there's not a single reaction i think that that is like a blanket reaction that you're supposed to have i think it's it's very case by case, but I think there's there's two different scenarios here. You have people that will steal your ideas and take things from you and copy you in certain ways, and there's some of those that you need to ignore, I think. Some or, laugh at. Or, yeah, ignore, laugh at, and just not really take too seriously. And then on the flip side of that coin, there are people that steal ideas from you and take things from you, from your you and your business that – you need to kill. Yeah, and I think on that, I think it's something that is like specifically. I can think of one thing, and like I'm like, you cannot have that. You know, like that's me. That's me personally. Like that's that's mine. You know, and so. Well, I, let's talk about the two differences for a second. So, let's talk about the ones that you're supposed to just. And I'm not saying you are. My opinion, and the way that I do it is, I either ignore them, laugh at them. I just don't really get too excited about it. And the only thing that I can do to explain this is just to explain how it happens to us. We're a meal prep company with a restaurant. You know, we're a fast, casual restaurant franchise that specializes in meal prep. Well, everybody knows that in the last, would you say, two years, the meal prep game has exploded. You can get on Instagram and you can find 10. 10? I'm talking 10 in just a couple minutes. A scroll. Meal prep companies. They all claim they're the best. They all claim they're the cheapest. They all make wild-ass, ridiculous claims. They all do the same shit. They're putting good food in containers and selling convenience. That's the model. It's always been like that. But now what what we're starting to find is there's little assholes out there that are copying our our ideas that we come up with you know they're stealing color schemes they're you know using weekly meal recipes that you put out Um, it happens quite a bit and 
you're the one that gets worked up the most over it because I think they're taking something that you spent a lot of time creating and put a lot of work into. But it's not necessarily something that, from a legality standpoint, I think that you could go and basically sue them over or take any action from. Really? No, because no, you'd have to have each recipe trademarked. And even if you would go and trademark the recipes, you would have to do like, uh, they could change one ingredient and it would be fine. There's no need to, you know, make every recipe that we have like a certain, you know. And it's really hard. I mean, the game name. that we're in, you can't go copyright, you know, what a popular meal for us is a cheeseburger bowl. Well, how many meal prep companies out there are doing a fucking cheeseburger bowl? You can't just Tons. copyright that. Yeah. But I know because we've been in it for so freaking long. We were one of the very first ones to do a prepackaged cheeseburger bowl. I know that. I'm not beating my chest. I'm wanting a trophy for it. I'm just making a simple claim. And now you can get online, and there's probably 10 of them out there that are doing it now. So that's what I'm talking about, little things like that. Now, I don't know. I mean, I have a different reaction to different ones that are doing different things. I don't ever go looking for the competitors like I don't go no, and look for the not. copycatters or nothing I it's not like I sit on the I don't internet. even notice it unless it's brought to my attention yeah and that's what always happens with me is it's one of the franchisees have found something that got posted or uh something got brought to my attention like we I have people message me all the time like disgruntled employees be like you know such and such has stolen all your recipes da 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 they'll reach out to me on Instagram or something like that I mean it is what it is, you know. Quite frankly, I think they're just lazy fucks. It's... I mean, if you've got to, if you've got to go online or or you know take little things like that from another company to make money, you're just downright fucking lazy. Just and you you have no creativity and you can't do anything for yourself. Yeah, I, um... and I'm not I'm not saying that across the board to quote unquote meal prep companies. I mean, this is a model that's grown. We were fully aware that we were way ahead of this time and that, you know, I think we even joked about it four or five years ago that, you know, the meal prep company, uh, the meal prep game is going to explode. It's going to happen. We knew that competition was on the horizon. Oh, yeah. We knew it a long time ago. So I'm not saying just because you own a meal prep company, you're a copycat. That's not what I'm saying. No. I'm saying that if you're out there taking recipes from people that you know they're the ones that came up with it or, you know... Not even we can we can go off path a little well, bit and talk I'm, about restaurants. Just like, the restaurant. We're alone. all doing chicken and beef. Like there's only so many things that you can do with the chicken and beef. So then it comes down to your presentation and your flavor. You know. So and how with us it's our food cost. You know. Like I know that we're beating everyone with the food cost on our end because yeah, it's volume. Volume. You know. Um, and with the franchisees and having the stores and, you know, we all have a, a very big unit that we can, I guess, compete with. Well, and that, I mean, that's another big thing right there. And it, it's funny. We've said this line probably 10 times in the last two days. A big thing that will separate you, too, is culture. Culture beats strategy every day. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I think we have a very, very good one. And these people that we're talking about indirectly here, they don't. 
They're just trying to take things that we do and make a business out of it and just to get by. I'm fine with them taking the recipes. I think the best reaction that I've ever heard, I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. So the best, the best quote or reaction that I've ever heard anybody try to explain this scenario was actually from Andy Frischella from First Form. And he said it a million times that if somebody wants our fucking playbook, here you go. I'll give it to you. And you want to know why? Because they're not going to put in the work the same way that we did it to get to where we're at. And that's absolutely 100% true. I would do that in a heartbeat with us. I'd give anybody our playbook on how you and I got to where we are from point A to point B where we're at right now. Nobody's going to do the bullshit you and I went through to get here. They just won't. Not mile and pop meal prep company that wants to paint their colors orange and green and do the same grab and go meals as us and have the same shit we do let them do it i'm fine with it i say that now yeah i'm just getting ready to call bullshit on you because you're sitting here looking at me smiling like no i mean again there's only knife through their temple no, the only thing is, is like, again, like it's chicken and beef. There's only so many things that you can do creative with chicken and beef. And, you know, I mean, I get it. It's in, you know. You better have a, you better have a better culture and something more to offer than just some good food. Cause that ain't going to cut it anymore in this space. No. And I think it, it drives me like that. Like, okay. So I went on this meal plan um, company the other day uh, because you know once in a while we always order meals and just see you know what product is out there and you know it's more like a focus group that we do and because we ship and so you're always wondering well that's R&D that's gonna happen yeah, that's part of business and yeah and I'm sure people do ours too and I and that's fine you know like you just you know you you're curious and you learn and you know s- different stuff and I can't remember where I was going with this. Oh, so I, I got on to order some meals. And six out of the 12, or it was probably in that, was what we were had in our menu right now, you know? So I was like, it's okay, but I wouldn't. I don't know. So they were just copying your weekly menu and doing it at the same time. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go a different direction with this. Let's talk about the ones that you absolutely need to kill. That the ones you don't really want to turn your back on and let slide through. You want me to go first? You're giving me that look like you want to <laughs> jump across the table and start yelling. No, I'm just like, it's like I said before, it's anything that's personal that is our culture. That's what drives me crazy. Well, I think it's technical things. I mean, I think it's things that from a legality standpoint, you you have to protect. And what I mean by have to protect is... You know, there's certain laws with trademarks and things like that. And if you let people infringe on that, you can lose the trademark that you have. Yeah. That's one of the biggest, biggest and first initial lessons we learned in franchising. I think franchising. the biggest smack or like punch in the face is when they try to do clean eats with an S. You yeah. Know. That's where I was going with that is, you know, if they steal your name or something that you legitimately have trademarked, you need to go after that because if you don't, you can lose it. Yeah. And there, I mean, once you lose it, you literally have nothing. You know what I mean? I mean, if we lost that clean eats trademark, we'd be done. There's yeah. nothing. And we owe that to the franchisees to protect that for sure. them, too. And, I mean, those are things that can damage or downright kill your company. I mean, you, you would be left out in the cold with nothing. Um, the other thing on top of names is logos. Logos are a big thing. And we've had problems with all of these. We've had people try to steal our name or, 
you know, tweak the name a little bit and, and slide it by or, you know, we've also had people try to steal our logo. We've had people try to use the heart and fork in their logo and we've had to go and put an end to it. Taglines. Taglines. Yeah. Well, I mean, that does fall in that category. Yeah. I mean, and there's times where this will happen on accident. It happened to us, actually. I mean, there are companies out there. Like, when you're sitting there with your marketing department, you're not going to sit there and search the Internet. Well, some, well, I mean, you should. But, you know, I'm trying to remember who we did this with. Was I think it, it was Tropical Smoothie. We, we had some sort of tagline we came up with and it was really didn't similar. even realize it was very similar to theirs. And we used it, and they sent us a letter, and we quit using it. Yeah. You know? That happens to, to us all the time, too. I mean, we've gotten many of them that we've had to send a letter out going, hey, man. We have that tagline trademarked. You need to you need to change that or do something about it. I think someone always told me they're like, um, if you if you think that you came up with it, chances are you heard it somewhere else. Mm, I Which can see we that. Probably, yeah, we probably like tropical smoothie. You probably heard it on the TV at some point, and just it sub you know consciously was there until someone at the marketing thing brought up one word, and then you remembered it. There's a gray area and I, I think it's really hard for somebody to know the difference and understand the difference in downright copying somebody and taking an idea that they came up with and doing it yourself versus learning something from somebody that some you know taking something that somebody did learning from it and putting a spin on it your own way what's your opinion on that because we've done that a million times. Yeah. I mean, there's, we have a lot of, I'll use the word mentors. It's not the right, it's not really the word I want to use. But, you know, we have people around us that own a lot bigger companies than us that have done very creative marketing and very creative digital campaigns and a lot of different creative stuff. And we've, you know, we've learned by watching that and looking at that and studying it and saying, okay, how can we take not really the same strategic approach, but how can we take some of the things that they did and spin it and customize it for us and for our brand? I think if you can put it out there and no one knows that you were copying the same thing, then I think it, you succeed. I mean, it. I think copying, I mean, that's like sharing advice and information and if it does work, why wouldn't you not want it to work for someone else that you're close to, you know? I actually enjoy doing that. I would love to do that more often than what we do. The only reason I don't do it more often right now is because of just downright time. Right. I don't have time to sit there and consult people on a daily basis. I would love to do that at some point. I would give anybody, like, our, again, like you said, not the playbook, but, it, you know, be like, hey, this worked for us. And I even told someone, we had a meeting with someone here in town the other day, and I'm like, this is what worked for us, you know. Um, go do it. This, you know, like try this and do it your way. We have had a lot of those with franchising. There's yeah. been a lot of people that have come to us with, you know, they want to franchise their business and they want to sit down at the table and pick our brains and see how we did it. And I think that's absolutely okay. And but then I, if they're going to sit there and go open a clean eats with an S, then I would say. Or a restaurant that, yeah. that does prepackaged meals. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> then and that's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of face. difference. There's a difference between the ones you laugh at and just kind of roll your eyes and say, okay, you lazy shit. And then there's a there's ones where you're like, all right, man, this is war. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you. 
Yeah. So. What I else? Kinda, uh, no, I just you know I, I think the thing with the competition, I think it's good to have competition there, and because it makes you think the next step before they can, or whoever's copying. You know, I I think that's good if they're copying you. At least you were there first, and I think that should give you enough you know what's that old saying uh imitation is the form of flattery form of flattery or something yeah. like that yeah well i just think it should um like create or you know make you stay ahead of the game like it should push you to the next level to keep innovative of what is the next thing for your company i agree i mean i get people that they'll either message me or they're friends of ours or they're franchisees even you know, they get all up in arms over other meal prep companies. And they have all these issues with them. I actually enjoy it. I think it's great. I do too. No, not only that, I mean, not for a few reasons. One, it's competition. And it keeps us on our fucking toes. Yeah. We've always got to stay ahead of the game. And we're going to do everything that we can to stay there. We might get passed up. Somebody might do something better than us. But you better bet your ass that when we see it and we catch it, we're going to catch you. And we're going to do it better. But then number two, it, it goes along with our initiative and our why. And that is to improve the health of our society. So, I mean, I would, yes, I want as much business as we can get. But, I mean, if people are making healthier choices, if they're not using us, but they're still eating healthy and they're using Joe Blow Company down the road, don't you feel better that they're making a better choice and our, you know, our society is getting yeah. healthier and, and we're not a bunch of, of fat things, asses? Yeah, and the same, what we do sometimes is not what fits somebody, you know? Like, they're they're different. They have different goals. They have, you know, they, maybe their food tastes better. Maybe our, you know, like, it's just. Their food better not taste better because that's well, what I'm talking not, about. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, you know what I'm saying? You know where like, I'm going with that. Yeah. So. But no, I think competition keeps you on your toes. I think it makes you, like, you know, like when we had someone here in our town like come in you know i mean we were we were ready like we were wanting to go head to head and i think it it brought excitement to us and you know like yeah we went out guns blazing yeah like let's go i mean like, once we knew it was that fun we weren't the only game in town anymore and even when we moved here we weren't the only game in town no. we moved in here on somebody else's territory and then just over time we were the only game in town and then that changed Again, what, culture ago, and ago? customer experience, and that's how we beat that one was customer experience. You know, customers, the way we treated the customers walk through our door. Like, you just cannot take away relationships. Nope. Culture kills strategy every day. Very true. I love that quote. I think I'm going to end it there unless you've got something else. No. Stay true to your customers. Competition is everywhere. Amen. All right, guys. Till next time. Well, there you have it. That's our two cents, and that's our clean truth. For more information on Clean Eats, visit www.cleaneats.com. To find Yvonne and I on social media, on Instagram, I'm Don underscore Verity, V-A-R-A-D-Y. To find Yvonne, it's just Yvonne Verity, all lowercase. Thank you. Have a great day, guys.